Kristen, and you're listening to Podcast and Amplify, a podcast for women entrepreneurs who want to amplify their voice and brand through podcasting and grow a wildly successful business. I'm the executive producer and host of two shows and an entrepreneur, and I love helping women grow their visibility, mindset, and business to the next level. Each week, I share tips on how to launch and leverage your podcast, and I'm bringing on the very best business leaders to give you advice on how to build your business empire. Let's amplify your voice and business. Welcome back to the show. Today, I have Anna Lilia, our wonderful guest. She is a certified breathwork teacher and healer who leads thousands of people to intimately connect with their breath as a pathway for transformation. Anna channels her intuition and seamlessly blends active breathwork, intuitive guidance, and curated music to create personalized and healing journeys. She specializes in managing anxiety with her exclusive seven-day breathwork for anxiety program, leads monthly community gatherings, and regularly facilitates breathwork experiences within corporations and for leading brands like Hyundai, USC, Facebook, and Sony Music. So you can tell she definitely knows everything about breathwork and it's something that I've been discovering lately. And so I'm so excited to have you on to talk about everything breathwork. So welcome. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here too. And Talk about how powerful and healing connecting with your breath is. Something that we naturally just do. And most people aren't even conscious of it. Yet when you do tap in, it's like, whoa, it's life-changing. Yeah, it is so simple yet so powerful. And I think that is the way it is a lot of the times, right? It's like the things that maybe we take for granted are right in front of us Mm -hmm. that, oh, actually that's going to be the best thing for me and my health Mm -hmm. and my overall well-being. So can you tell me a little bit about how you found breathwork? Yeah. So I discovered breathwork for myself just by coming across a workshop here in Los Angeles. It was over seven years ago, I think maybe about eight years ago. And it was a time in my life where I was deep in my own personal healing journey, where I was doing therapy. In addition to therapy, I was going to healers and just kind of exploring this whole healing world. I had I want to say stumbled upon it, but you don't stumble upon healing. Like (laughs) your soul is ready, whether you're conscious of it or not. Um, I was having a lot of conflict within my marriage. And personally, my anxiety had been at an all-time high. I felt depressed. It was just like a lot of life stuff happening. And I was seeking support. And when I came across this breathwork class, I had no idea what it was. They told us to get on the floor, lie down, and start to breathe through our open mouth, using our diaphragm, breathing up to our chest for a second inhale, and then exhaling. And we were breathing like that for about 30 minutes. And what I felt in my body was unlike anything that I've ever experienced, my body Well, my hands cramped up. I felt like I couldn't open them. I started to cry. I had all of this like grief come up to the surface. Um, 
it was this like visceral experience, just like an emotional purge that was happening just from breathing. And another cool thing about breath work for my own personal experience was that I was having clarity about the things that were troubling me, that were upsetting me. And so I was getting messages where up until then I was going to my therapist for support. I was going to healers for some guidance and to be able to receive information for myself. I felt really empowered by that. And so after that class, physically, after we started, we stopped breathing, I felt lighter. Like I felt like I had released, I don't know, 20 pounds of whatever emotional stuff I was carrying. I stepped outside and everything looked bright. Like the colors looked really intensified. And I was so excited about it that when I got home, I told my partner about it. And I'm like, you need to lay on the ground and breathe. <laughs> and so like after my own personal experience, I've basically held space for someone for the first time. And he too started to have like this intense release happening, but he stopped it because he's like, I don't know what's going on. Like you literally just did this for yourself. I don't feel comfortable doing this with you. Um, but that sparked my curiosity. I was like, whoa, whatever just happened, like this is powerful and I want to continue doing it. So I just continued looking for breathwork classes here in LA and attended them. And it was incredible. I fell in love with it so much so that I decided to get certified in it. And that's how it started. It was just from having this really powerful, intense experience for myself and being able to recognize like, wow, I could use this and also help other people too, because I've always been, my personality is to be helpful and to be of service. And up until then, I had already started to take some trainings in different healing modalities. Um, but I just loved how simple the breath was and how you were able to get a really big shift in your space by doing that. So I'm all about efficiency. Yeah. And I can tell you have this, I can see, um, Anna Lilia through the screen, obviously. And I can see just this glow about her when she's talking about it. And I can tell that it is something that you just really love and are passionate about and have seen the transformational results from it. And that's really wonderful. I tried breath work a few years ago. Maybe it was just, maybe it was a year ago. I didn't love it. it I found it very challenging, but recently within the last uh, couple months, I started again and I freaking love it. I don't know what the difference was between then and now. I think now I'm giving myself more grace in terms of not pushing myself because I think when you first start. It's funny, you know, we're talking about breathing. It's simple, but I don't think we're not used to breathing so well. Like I think we're, most of us are walking around, I guess I can speak for myself, breathing shallowly, yeah. you know, not really holding your breath, holding your breath, kind of tensing. I think what would be helpful for listeners who don't know what breath work is or don't have any experience with it is to maybe break it down a little bit, talk about a few different types of breath that you facilitate people using. Yeah. Breathwork is just a general term that 
refers to, I like to say, manipulating your breath. So changing the way that you're breathing from the normal that you don't even notice and using it as a tool to help change how you're feeling. So since life is just kind of stressful in general, most of us tend to be on high alert constantly. And as you mentioned, if there's ever a time during the day where you check in with your breath, you probably are going to be noticing that you are breathing just with your chest or that you are holding your breath, clenching your jaw. And so when you change the way that you breathe, when you drop your breathing down using your diaphragm down to your belly, you're able to change from being in a high alert state into a calm state, a rest and relaxed state. So going from sympathetic to parasympathetic. And when you use that as a healing tool, there's a lot of different ways that different facilitators use breath work. And that can be one of the reasons why some people don't like it, because there's some facilitators that are more in the, it feels like a workout, right? It's like, keep breathing. And they're like yelling at you. And push through it. <laughs> push through, like keep going. That's not how I do my classes. In part because a lot of people have trauma and breathwork can bring up memories. It can release trauma. It can overstimulate people. And so I don't want people to feel like they're having a nervous breakdown right now. You know, it's like I want them to feel safe and to build up in what they can hold. And so the way that I use it now is a combination of not just connecting you with your breath, because that allows you to have the physiological responses in your body where you start to release the endorphins, where you're able to shut off your analytical mind and get really clear about things. Some people have creative inspiration if you're like an artist. Um, and then as an intuitive person, about five years ago, I started to incorporate my clairvoyant gift, where when I'm doing a class, I'm receiving messages for the group. So now I kind of become like the, the guide that's inviting you to go a little bit deeper with this practice while you're doing more of a gentle breathing. So with the breathing, you're relaxing your body. And then I'm inviting you to look at stuff. A lot of it is to gain clarity on why it is that you're feeling really worried right now, or what is the grief about? It's really validating as well after the class when people are like, oh my God, I felt like you were in my head the whole time. Like that was exactly how I was feeling. And so I find that people are really craving validation. Like a lot of us, even though we're so connected because now we have phone and social media, that people are so lonely. And people feel so disconnected. And so when you come in a group, or even when I work with people one-on-one, -on -one, and I'm just kind of reflecting back or vocalizing what I'm seeing in their space, they feel normal. They feel like, oh my gosh, okay, someone gets it. I'm not alone in this experience. In a class setting, when people start to share, like, wow, someone else is going through the exact same thing. And so that's another layer that's super healing when you feel supported. In terms of the breathing techniques, 
What I use in my practice is a two-stage breathing practice. There's a lot of different names now for it. When I started, it was considered pranayama. Now people are calling it transformational breath work. Um, you know, there's a lot of marketing out there for right. work now, apparently. <laughs> um, but basically, I guide you to breathe using your diaphragm and then do a second breath to, through your chest and then exhaling. So that circular breath allows you to calm your nervous system, but then also helps to open up your energy channels. So then if we're talking about more like the Eastern philosophies where there's meridians in our body, there's chakras. And so when we're also breathing, you start to notice your body, like you become connected with your body and notice where you are holding the tension. And a lot of times if you are resisting what you're experiencing in the breath work, if you find yourself not wanting to cry or feel that sensation, it actually gets more intensified. So that's always another invitation where I tell people like, it's okay for you to be vulnerable. It's okay for you to express. I know we're kind of taught the opposite to just move on, to stuff it down, to get over it. At least that's what I was taught in my childhood, like in my home, yeah. um, to just be happy, to everything's okay. But that only gets you so far. And so breath work is confronting, which is a big reason why people are like, uh, I don't like this. This is making me feel, this is making me like sit with myself. And if you're not ready for that, then yeah, you're not going to want to do that again. But my approach now is a lot more gentler and I just really meet people where they are so that it feels safer to them to access that. Yeah. And I love that you mentioned being sort of like a conduit for people and helping to ask questions as they're breathing um, that kind of really tap into what maybe what they need to be asked and need to be yeah. focusing on. And I really do think that, you know, you mentioned how when you started, it was sort of tapping into yourself and like your inner knowing. And I think that's so important because like you said, we have so many distractions and we are disconnected, not just from others though. I think we're really disconnected from ourselves. And when you're breathing, you have to focus on yourself. Breath is your life force, right? So it's just this practice that makes you turn in and acknowledge whatever you're feeling instead of saying, oh, I'm fine or I'm, you know, nothing's wrong. Is there anyone who shouldn't do breath work? If you're completely new to breath work, I encourage you to work with someone first. Um, if you're pregnant, you know, take some precaution. Although I've had women that are in full term, you know, doing my breath work classes. It's all about checking in with yourself. If you are someone who has a lot of heart issues or um, seizures, then you may not want to do it. But my experience is, again, you can always modify. And I always tell my students, I'm like, whatever I'm saying is just a suggestion. Obviously you're human, so you're still just breathing. So even if, it, if it's just doing gentle breathing in through your nose and out of your nose, that's a form of breath work. And that in itself is gonna be so healing. So I say, 
breathwork is good for everyone, but obviously check in with yourself, check in with your doctor if you have serious ailments. Right. Which, you know, goes for <laughs> most things, right? Yeah. You mentioned that it's a good idea to start with, like if you're starting out to start with someone, working with someone. And I think that's where I got a little tripped up as I, when I first started, I tried to do an online, some online and I got so dizzy. I appreciate that you mentioned that because when you're starting out, it's very beneficial to have someone there to guide you and sort of give you permission. Oh, just go at your own pace. Don't push yourself. And I think that's what made me dislike it because I didn't really know what I was doing. And a lot of people get really stressed out about that too, uh, where they feel like I'm not breathing right, or they do start to feel sensations and they start to panic. Because as you mentioned, like a lot of us aren't used to being in our bodies fully you know, we're more like numbed out, whether it's through medication, through distractions. And so when you do start to feel, it can be uncomfortable and people can start to get worried. And so if you just have someone say like, it's totally normal if you feel that your body is going numb or you're getting tingly, if you're starting to feel lightheaded, slow down your breathing, just having that support calms any panic that's starting to arise. But all of my sessions for the most part are virtual. So doing it, you know, online is extremely powerful, but definitely having someone guide you, even if it's a recording, because my Breathwork for Anxiety program is pre-recorded. They're audio meditations. However, that program specifically, it's not like the two-stage breathing. It's a lot of imagery while doing just deep breathing. So it's more just relaxation with, with the visuals. But yeah, I would encourage people to definitely find a, a practitioner that also the personality meshes with yours. Because that's, that's a big thing with working with anyone, right? Where you have to feel safe with someone in order for you to feel like you can really let go, like you can be vulnerable. Yeah, I think you're you're so right that um, you do have to build that trust with that person. I think someone recommended this person to me on it was an online video, and I think now that I've I've looked at different people, I was like, oh, that just wasn't a good match, you know, yeah. and that's okay. Like, just yeah. wasn't a good fit for me. Mm-hmm. So I know that when I've done breath work, I just feel like so free, and it's just that having that time for myself, probably the energy. So I'm sure it's all having a positive effect. I'm curious if you want to talk about maybe some of the transformations you've seen in some of your clients. I have a one-on-one program called Reset, and that's a three-month container where it's mainly women that I work with. They come to me because they have done therapy. Most of them have done the work. Like they understand the trauma, they understand where it comes from. They have so much awareness, but they're still feeling the same way. They're still super anxious, triggered all the time, overwhelmed. And they're, they come to work with me because they're like, I need a different approach. Like maybe the spirituality is going to help me. Maybe, you know, the breath work. And so I combine the breath work 
And it's kind of like a therapy session too, the coaching, the healings. And, you know, I've had extreme cases where a client had been institutionalized because she was having suicide ideation. So she was just coming out of that. And with her, it was helping her learn tools to manage her anxiety so that she wouldn't go to that place. And so I would give her actionable steps at the end of each session, whatever was coming up for the next week that was that she was nervous about, I would give her basically like instructions. All right, so this is what you're going to do. And it was really beautiful to see then have her report like, oh my gosh, it worked. Like it really helped to lessen my anxiety. And by the end of our work together, like it was so touching. She's like, I'm so grateful for our work. Like I've learned so much. And honestly, I don't know where I would be had I not come across you, your work. And she also just found me, listened to my story on a podcast. So that's kind of like an extreme where it was like life-saving for her. Hey friends, we'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I wanted to take just a few seconds to invite you to a free workshop that I created. It's called Launch a Binge Worthy Podcast, and it's all about helping you to create a heartfelt podcast that reaches your soul listeners and grows your business. If you want access, just go to podcastandamplify.com. It's totally free. Okay, friend, back to the show. With COVID, a lot of past traumas have resurfaced. And right now I'm working with a woman whose parent is an alcoholic. And I have firsthand experience with that as well, because my dad is an alcoholic. And also being a Latina, being first generation, the oldest Mexican parents, um, I tend to work with a lot of Latinas. And so having that understanding of what challenges we have as children of immigrants, and then when there's addiction, I'm just able to support them in such a different way. So with this client specifically, we're doing a lot of inner child healing. So again, she's with a therapist, but we're just able to, because I work differently and I, while she's in a meditation, I'm seeing images and it's really cool because the images that I see, she was also envisioning that. So there's a lot of uh, validation in that. And it's helping for her inner child to let go of the responsibilities that were given to her as a child that is currently still being activated as an adult. So we can, you know, most of us are adults, I'm assuming, listening to this podcast. Yet the way that we're showing up in the world is from what's in our subconscious, like 90% of our subconscious. We're not really present on how we are receiving the information that's in front of us. And so when you start to heal those past traumas, and when you have additional tools of creating pauses with your breath, when you're noticing that maybe your body's starting to get tense, when you're noticing yourself getting activated, and then instead of having an automatic trauma response, you're choosing to show up differently, whether it's communicating that boundary that I have helped them come to, or removing themselves from the situation, or asking to table the situation, you know, find a safe place to ground themselves. So that's been really powerful as well, just to see her find her voice again. And that being put into practice in the workplace, family, 
um, and really making herself a priority. And then it's been also something where this client is a healer herself. And so she has a lot of tools. She's done all the programs, all the coaching, but there's just still something that was missing. She had a goal to quit her nine to five jobs for years, but she still didn't have the confidence. She still didn't feel completely trusting that she could do it. And so our work together helped her get to a place where she felt confident enough and her nervous system was regulated enough so that she can make such a huge life-changing decision. Um, and with that, um, with all the healing work that we do in the energetic work in the sessions, also getting to a place where it's kind of difficult to explain, but getting to a place where her loved ones were able to be supportive of her decision too. Um, and so she quit her job <laughs> by the end of our session, which is really <laughs> amazing. And now she's a freelancer and she's just glowing. And I help people basically in summation by using breathwork and my clairvoyant tools and the healing tools to go from a place of overwhelm to having tools to navigate life and feeling confident and trusting themselves to manifest their goals, to realize their goals, to take whatever action they've been wanting to take, but haven't been able to. I love it. Those examples sound so powerful. And I'm wondering if before we wrap up, if you could give listeners one simple breathing technique that listeners can use today to help them reach a more centered, balanced state. Yeah, I'm just going to invite you to drop your breathing down to your belly so you can place a hand on your belly. And when you're breathing using your diaphragm, you're going to feel your hand being pushed out. So your belly should expand. Some people have an inverted breath where they're sucking in their stomach. But imagine that when you're breathing using your diaphragm, that your belly's expanding like a balloon. So it's increasing. And as you're breathing, from your belly, you can breathe through your nose. Just start to imagine that your whole body is starting to soften and relax. So noticing your shoulders, that's an area where a lot of us hold tension. So just feeling that everything is like your whole body is just starting to melt, including the muscles in your face, including your tongue, your eyes, your neck. And just by letting your body come to this present moment with your breath, you're going to feel so relaxed and grounded and bring you back to your center so that you can go back to do whatever you want. And it doesn't take that long, just a few deep breaths. That's all, it, that's all you need for you to, to get back to your center. Thank you for that. And it's so simple, but yes, yet so effective. And I just want to thank you for sharing all of your wisdom around breath work. I know that it is a really impactful practice. And I hope that listeners get inspired by what you shared today to dip their toe in at least and, and discover it a little bit more. I want to make sure though, that people know how they can get in touch with you, how they can work with you. So if you wanted to share that, I'd love, love to have you share it. Yeah. I have a lot of information on my website, analilia.net. So it's A-N-A-L-I-L-I-A. And 
There you will find my events. Most of my offerings are virtual. I meant, um, you mentioned that I have my monthly class community gathering. And so that's a sliding scale where it's a really good introduction to what breathwork is and how I hold space for people. So I invite you to join. That's on Saturdays. And it is recorded. So if you can't attend live, you'll get the recording. And then also on Instagram, I have a lot of meditations I go on and do, tips for relaxation, for wellness. So you can just follow me there as well. Just look at my name. Perfect. Well, thank you so much again for being on the show. If you love today's episode, please subscribe so you don't miss a show. And rating and reviewing this podcast is the best way to help support us. Always remember your voice and what you have to offer is needed in the world. Until next week, take care.